this is not the podcast to be listening to in the car with your kids. Um, it's definitely not PG. Maybe a conservative grandmother or mother wouldn't exactly appreciate the language because I cuss a lot. Sorry, not sorry. But I do hope this brings you a little LOL moment, makes you think, honey, roller coaster of emotions. Hold on to your nipples. We're about to enter 30 Paws. <laughs> Welcome to episode four. Thanks for tuning in. Wow, you guys, we have a lot to cover today. And I mean a lot, okay? Um, but I just got home from the gym. I showered. I shit showered and shaved. I'm letting this uh, tanner soak into my bod as I sit here in my robe with my glass of shard. I'm in a good place. I'm in a really good place, so I'm excited for you guys to listen today. So, I guess like current events update or what have you, this week we saw the official um, J-Lo and A-Rod split, and y'all, she told us, if you have my love and I gave you all my trust, would you comfort me? Listen. I stand so hard for J-Lo. I'm sorry this is happening to you, sis, but A-Rod, come on. I don't know. I don't know how you're going to carry on your businesses together, but you're not together. That's a tough one. But uh, I wish those millionaires the best. I really do. Um... The J-Lo concert was probably a night I will never forget. Um, that was nonstop two hours of jam-packed entertainment. Probably one of the best concerts I've ever been to, and that's on God. Okay? So, anywho, that happened. We got the official announcement. Um... On, on a more serious note, we had a shooting here in Indianapolis, which is about, I'd say, 95 miles away from me, um, at, a, at a FedEx facility. It's like, what in the hell? I mean, we can't even go to the grocery store. We can't even go to work without some mentally unstable person coming in and fucking shooting up the place. What in the actual feck? I mean, seriously. This is awful. I mean, absolutely tragic. Those, the families, uh, the people involved in that facility, how traumatic. I mean, just, just truly. Uh, but this goes to show you, this is America. It's like, Oh, we're going to pull a vaccine that's saving tons of lives because six people out of, oh, I don't know, hundreds of thousands um, reported blood clots, which I, and then I read somewhere they're all women. So I'm like, okay, were they taking birth control? Because I've heard that. I'm not a scientist or a medical professional, but you know, we're going to pull the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, 
but we're going to keep making it easier for mentally unstable people to buy weapons and guns. Ugh. The shit is so ass backwards. It's exhausting. It's like, if you're listening to this in another country, stay in that country, because we really got some, some reparations here. We've got to get our shit together, America. This is just... It's sickening. It's sad. It's like, what in the actual fuck? I just never thought, you know, I was in middle school when Columbine happened. And that was just like, holy shit. A kid went into a school and shot people? Like, unheard of, right? Now that's just like literally happening on the norm. I'm not saying take it away the Second Amendment What I am saying is that we need to regulate these laws so that we can actually get people who want to own guns, they need to be, they need to go through some mental test or something because, I mean, it's a crisis. It's a real crisis and it's tragic and, I mean, that's just, my heart goes out to those families. It really, really does. So, at any at any rate, any hootie, hey, um, yeah, like I said before, I'm I'm in my robe. I'm letting you know, if if you are familiar with the tanning process, it's best you know shower, shave, exfoliate, and I've had um, a handful of my black and brown friends are like, why do you tan? And the only thing that I can come up with. Is something my mom told me a while back when I was a kid, and I was like, that makes a lot of sense, is I told my black and brown friends, tan fat is better than white fat. Okay? And that's why I tan. Now, I don't go overboard. My goal is to not look racially ambiguous. Please. I'm freckled-faced. I'm blue-eyed. I have blonde hair. Kind of. Naturally, it's like dirty dishwater. Mousy. That's neither here nor there. I'm, I'm just trying to have a little, just a little glow, you know? And earlier this week, I looked down at, like, the pit of my arm, you know, like, where, where your elbow is, and it was tragic. I mean, I just started losing it laughing at myself because I was just like, Heather, get in the goddamn shower and exfoliate this tan off. Jesus. But I'm telling you, um, Bondi Sands, sponsor me. Because I have been sharing the deliciousness of this liquid gold foam. And I've also used their dark, um, I don't know, I guess you would say formula of, of the foam tanner. Get you the mitt, ladies, and just start rub-a-dubbing. And then poof, you got a tan. I actually can't really be sunbathing. You know, I used to be a tan, I used to be a tan bed person. I bet from the time I was like a sophomore, so when I had my license, I was a sophomore all the way probably up to like my freshman, mid-sophomore year of college. Honey, she was in the tanning bed. Now I think back and I'm like, wow, not a good look. And especially because skin cancer runs in my family, I do have a mysterious mole um, on my on my on my clavicle. Really, it's. It's very strange. It's kind of discolored. At any rate, I can't be basking in the sun. Again, 
Blonde hair, blue eyes, freckled. I'm going to burn and look like a lobster, be uncomfortable, and barely be able to wear a bra at the end of the week if I actually sunbathe. You know what I mean? I love a little glow. But, honey, I need, I need SPF. And these freckles, well, they turn into one big, giant, hyperpigmentation mess. Thank you, 30 paws. You know, it's like hyperpigmentation. All of a sudden, I'm like looking in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, my God, I have a hair on my chin. And then I'm looking closer, and we got some neck things. And then I go down, and I'm like, why do I have fine hairs on my nipples? Can somebody riddle me that? In a perfect world, I would actually have laser hair removal from the neck down. Take it all. I don't want a goddamn lick of hair on my body. I really don't. Besides my head, because like I said before, you know, God has blessed me with a great head of hair. Other than that, take it all. I don't want it. And then 30 paws is like, oh, cool. I, I just plucked it hair from my chin, my neck, my nipple, whatever. Oh, great. I love aging. God, what the hell is that? I gotta, I gotta drink some more wine or something. Get that off my chest. Any hoods. So, that's that's where I'm at. This is where I'm at, actually. In my mom's basement, drinking a shard, doing laundry, and speaking to y'all. I have a few things I want to um, release the particles with you guys. Um, so let's. Release. Um, I love a good dining experience. I really do. I've been, I was a server all the way up until like last year, on and off, for a solid 15 years. I know the restaurant biz, in and out, it's one of the hardest businesses to own, to run. You're not appreciated. It's, it's, I swear to God, if everyone out of high school was made to work in the restaurant industry for at least two or three months, we'd have a whole new um, generation of, of customers and polite people. It's one of the hardest fucking jobs. Um, but also, now that I've done it so much, I'm like, I, can, I feel like I could bartend or, or serve tables with my eyes closed. Do you know what I mean? But it was always my go-to. I mean, from the time that I was like 18, literally, living on Panama City Beach. I still can't believe I lived there for three years, but that's a whole nother podcast. Um, so even when I lived there, I, it was just like nonstop. I mean, the tourism and all of that. I mean, that's when I really learned like, oh, shit, this is this is serious work, but you can make really good money. So as as a, as a 30 pauser, I just want to um, I want to knight these new kids who are walking into the service industry as don't be nervous. I just, I, a little advice. Don't be nervous. Nervous servers and waiters. It's like, I'm sitting down. I need a glass of shard. You know, I'd like um, a little salmon salad. We're going to, we're going to share a pasta and, and, and hold the bread or not, not hold the bread. Actually, Alex, bring the bread. You know, like I already, when I'm walking into a restaurant, I already know what the deal is. I already know, like I'm ready, you know? So lately, 
And my mom, she's worked in the industry. She worked in the industry for a very long time, too. So we always have a comment about the servers and waiters. And again, it's not an easy job, so I'm cutting you a little slack. But don't be so nervous. I mean, people are just setting glasses of water down and shaking. I don't think I'm that intimidating, folks. I just, I'm very direct on what I want. And we got this kid that we went last weekend and we had a little Biagi's moment. And his name was Justice. So that was different. Okay, a little white nerdy kid named Justice. Didn't see that one coming, but we're, we're moving on. And he was training and just I just wanted to give him a pep talk. I wanted to say, Justice, sit down right here. And let me tell you about a little uh, trick in the old service industry. You know, nobody cares and nothing matters, but it all matters and everybody cares. And then I'd have to expand on that to justice. Let him know. Listen, do your best, you know, minimize your steps, think three steps ahead, and you got this, buddy, you know? God, I'm telling you what, I feel like a dream job for me would be like just a consultant. I'd love to be a consultant, especially in restaurant industries. You know, this city is full. The city where I live in is full of restaurants. And a handful of restaurants are actually quality all around, great service, ambiance, food, you know, the whole dilly-dally. You know what I mean? And and then there's a lot of misses. A lot of misses, you know? Number one, your food's got to be bomb. We're here to eat, okay? I don't want bland salsa that that that's, reminds me of tomato paste. If that's happening, I'm leaving. I actually saw a bartender put Sprite in a margarita. Ugh. I mean, I about died. I should have told Tracy, we're leaving. I'm leaving. When I see just such fuckery as that, I have to go. You know? But... That's the whole deal with the restaurant biz. I'd love to be a consultant. I want to go in and I want to be like, your food's bomb. Your servers need to do A, B, and C. Or, um, food's bomb. The server was great. Let's let's fix the ceiling. It looks like it's a rundown 7-Eleven. You know? It's like we're missing some sort of, like, compartment in this, you know, formula of what makes a great restaurant. You know? And I would love to just help. Heather helps. But, you know, that's just in another life. I'm, it's like when you're a jack of all trades, it's like I, could, I, could, I need to multiply myself. I could be so many things, you know. One time I was like food prepping. I'm just like showing the gram all my delicious foods with tons of color. And somebody's like, you should do a food prep service. I said, baby. I should do a lot of things, but I'm one person. Okay? Ugh. Multiply myself. Christ. So, any hoots, we're going to release the particles on the nervous waiters. I'm going to send them good energy, make money, think smarter, not harder. <sighs> yeah, so that's what, that's, that's that. Okay? Um... 
Another thing I really need to release, get off my chest. Guys, these mom jeans are getting out of fucking control. Out of control. Mom jeans with the pleats. It's literally, I can pull some pictures, and Tracy sported those back in 1991. It's, you know, she's hot, so she looks great in pretty much all pictures. But I'm telling you, even back in 1991, I'm like, oof, those jeans. They didn't age well. Please stop following trends. Trends are exactly that, a trend. Let's start thinking classic, just a solid classic silhouette that's going to make my body feel great and look great. Are we, fe- are, we, are we stepping into these mom jeans and we're just like, man, I feel great. I'm questioning that. You may feel comfortable, but do you think they're really, the, they're, they're flattering? Because I beg to differ. But you know what? You do you. Release the particles on the mom jeans. <sighs> Gotta go. I just, ugh, they slay me. They really grind my gears, let me tell you. So, guys, I'm in the midst of buying a car. Ugh. Can I just, I needed, I needed that release because this used car industry, it's like the moment I see something I like on CarMax or Carvana, it's sold in 2.6 seconds. It's like, no shit, Sherlock, because that's a solid deal, low mileage, reliable car. Here's the thing. I've driven my 2011 Chevy Malibu for 10 years now, and it's time. It's time. I'm going to give it to a girl just graduating high school. It's a perfect, you know, car that she can, you know, take up to college. You know, kids don't need the fancy cars. They really don't. They really, really don't. It's like when I started nannying and seeing all these kids in the South Tampa High School parking lot, um, and I'm like, oh, you have a nicer car than me. Oh, wow. My dad's like, uh... $3,000 car, here you go, don't fuck it up. And boy, did I fuck it up. But that's, again, for another podcast. Um, So this whole buying the car process is just really, it's it's making me nervous. I don't want to go and visit Larry at, you know, the used car dealership and have him make me buy some $25,000 car that I, I don't want. I'm very particular here. I need a lot of steel. I need a lot of steel around me. I'm done with the cars. I need a sports utility and or crossover. Do you know what I mean? I need to sit up high. I need safety. I need steel. I need chic. I need a sick-ass sunroof and a leather seat because, well, I'm pretty sloppy. Okay? So that's where I'm at. Can I get something for 18? I mean, can we make it affordable? Can we make it cute? It's just, it's, it's stressful. And CarMax, I'm telling you, I want you guys to, to win. But at the same time, you're so fucking busy. Your customer service towards me is not up to par. So I might have to take my business elsewhere. I don't know. We'll see. This is to be continued, but I'm just going to release the particles and let go and let God with my car buying experience.
honey, in the perfect world, I'll just go over to Audi and be like, hey, Kev, I need a Q5. White, leather seats, sunroof. Hook it up. But, you know, she's on a budge. Okay? Okay. So, today, again, we got a, we got a lot to cover, my friends. Um, I posted a few things. We're going to start off with a little Heather Helps. I posted a few things on my 30 Paws Instagram. Thank you to all the new followers this week. I mean, wow. Let's just keep fucking growing, okay? Um, so a, a few things that I posted, and, and really it's just like on a Heather Helps, like, I, guys, I'm not an expert, you know? It's like, I am the shit, but I don't know shit at the same time. It's like, I've had to have my fair share of humble pie in my life, okay? So it's not like I'm really, you know, giving you some, you know, some gem. I'm, you know what? No, I'm giving you gems, okay? I'm just wanting you to take it for what it is. And, and thanks for answering. Thanks for coming. So... Thanks for coming. Nobody's coming anywhere. Just thanks for coming to the IG page. That's what I fucking meant. God, you know, real quick, you guys, my ADD. Whew, let me tell you, I'm, I was 20 years old and I was diagnosed with ADD. 20 years old. I thought I was just stupid. But no. My doctor's like, uh, <laughs> here's a script for Adderall. Now, again, this was like back in 20, 2007. Okay, so everybody's just Adderall, 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 whatever, you know. And I'm like, I don't feel good about this, so I'm just going to really try my best to manage it. And I never filled the script. I could have done a lot of things with that script. Uh, put my thing down, flipped it, and reversed it, if you know what I mean. But I didn't. I didn't. But the ADD this week has been very severe. I'm, I've been squirreling a lot circling back. Heather helps. I have this young lady. She answered, walking away from men who waste our precious time. Well, honey, I don't want, I don't, it's like, make a pros and cons list. You know, is this a person that I've invited into my life that I've expounded my energy on and upon? You know, and then all of a sudden, you know, we're we're dragging, we're not making plans, we're not following through on text. I just, you know, at this point in 30 Paws, especially I'd say the last couple of years, my tolerance for that is very, is very, very low. But I tell you what, if you are really kind of contemplating on whether you should stay or go or what have you, a situationship or relationship, whatever, let me just say this. Keep it simple. Write a pros and cons list. Pros, he makes me feel good about myself. I feel supported. Um, I'm constantly engaged in conversation. You know, the sex is great. Those are pros, okay? But cons, I mean, write it down, you know? I had an ex that really just always made me feel dumb, you know? Like, for some reason, whatever he said and whatever conversation we'd get into, 
it's like you are trying to make me feel dumb right now. Like, and I would call him out on it. I'm like, why are you, why, what's the point? You know, is it like, you know, do you feel superior when you're doing this or when you're talking to me? Like, I just don't know anything about anything. Like, you know, sometimes you're just talking and, and, you know, putting things out there for it to not be judged, but for just someone to listen. And he was just not a good listener because he was constantly always having something in the back of his head to respond to make me feel dumb, you know? And that was just not jiving with me at all. And I'm like, I don't like how you make me feel. I, I, that's it. Plain and simple. I don't like how you make me feel. You make me feel like shit more than you make me feel great. Well, I walked away. I'm done, you know. I'm not here to um, think that I'm fucking, you know, the, the relationship expert. Guys, listen. I haven't had a stable relationship in a very long... I don't think ever, actually. Let's just throw that out there. I was in a really long relationship after, like, senior year of college all the way up, and then we broke up. I was, like, 26. Very toxic. I don't even, like, I'm like, ew, I can't even believe I wasted all that time. You have to go through it, whatever, moving on. After that, I have never had a relationship that lasted over six months because I just, I can't, I, I just can't really put up with it bullshit. You know, I'm not, I'm, I, you know, I would hold myself accountable to things that I felt I was in the wrong for. So it's not, it's not, you know, all them. And, you know, there's accountability here. But at the end of the day, I'm like, mm, strike one. Ooh, strike two. I got to go. I'm leaving. Hello. So my advice to you, sis, is just you write that list. And if that pros is greater than the cons, then you have a conversation. If those cons are greater than the pros, uh, bye-bye. Okay? Because we don't got time. Wasting my fucking time. I can't. I really can't with that. Really can't with that. So, good luck. Okay, next Heather helps. Let's see. This one said... Newly divorced, living alone, scared of murderers, can't sleep, help. Oh, Jesus. Okay. We can't live in fear, right? If we live in fear, I mean, God, it would be just like anxiety 24-7. I can't imagine actually living in fear. So one, scared of murderers. I mean, shit. We live in a crazy country, in a crazy world, and anything can happen and anything can go down. I think... When you are in fear of dying, it's a lot deeper. So definitely do some inward spiritual work. That's my advice for that. Now, we're unpacking here. Newly divorced, I mean, girl, did you throw yourself a party? Good riddance to bad rubbish. Honey, we live, we learn, we have these lessons, we move on. You know, good for you. I mean, that can't be easy. I've never been married, but I can tell I, I have friends um, that are married and separated. I have friends that are divorced. I have friends that are happily married. I have friends who are unhappily married. 
it's, you know, a, a smorgasbord of, you know, relationships that I see, um, you know, day in and day out. But I can tell you this, that if you you did it, you signed the, that divorce decree, and you're Dunsies, and now you have a new place, oh, honey, just give it two, three, four, probably six months. I don't know however long it's going to take you. But then you're going to start getting really comfortable living by yourself. I've lived by myself a majority of my adult life. Okay, I've had roommates here and there in college and things like that. Um, and after breakups. But then I, I loved living by myself. I loved it. I cherished it. I loved the quiet. Um... And if you're having a tough time just kind of sitting um, in that, then maybe you should talk to somebody. I mean, you've gone through a lot. You know, you, you, have new, you have newly divorced feels, you know, living alone, maybe for the first time in your life. I don't know your journey. And, and now you have this fear of, of murderers, which, Honey, I mean, again, we're all going to die. I don't have a fear of death. I'm speaking on me personally. Um, I, don't, I don't fear dying whatsoever. I feel like if I die tomorrow, I don't want to. But if I do, um, I'm not fearing it, you know? Simply because, well, one, a forever nap I'm not suicidal or anything, you guys. Let's just put that out there. But you're telling me I'm going to take a forever nap? Okay. I'm not going to have to pay bills? Okay. Bring on the afterlife. I don't know what that is, but I say, uh, bring it on. Okay? That's for me personally. But I think it's best that you talk to someone also, put yourself out there on things that you're going to find that you really enjoy. Maybe in that marriage, I don't know if you have kids or anything, but, you know, maybe in that marriage you were just feeling really trapped or you started doing things because he did those things, but it really wasn't your thing. Does that make sense? Like you were living for someone else and not living for yourself. So maybe just join some, I don't know, girl, join a book club. Start, you know, maybe volunteering at, you know, a local um, place that needs, you know, volunteers. Do things that just bring you back to you. And I think give it some months, give it some time, and you're going to be like, shit, I'm loving this single life, living by myself, reading my books, going on my walks. Do you, sister. And hang out with some, hang out with some friends. And if you don't have a whole lot of friends, start doing those things like volunteering in the community or joining, you know, a club. If you like to crochet, honey, I don't know. If you like to go antiquing, I don't know. Whatever it is that just lights you up and makes you feel like, oh, wow, this is a hobby I really enjoy, do it. And then you're going to find people who also like to do it. So I wish you the best. And don't stop fearing these murderers. We can't live in fear. That's, that's definitely my biggest thing is we just, we, life's too short. We can't live in fear. Okay. Woo. You guys, the, the Heather helps. It's, it's a fun. It is a fun. But let me tell you, 
I wasn't prepared for um, all of these. I guess I just didn't expect as many to come in as they did, so preach. Thank you. I'm going to pick another one. Um, advice on romantic connection and keeping it strong. I, <laughs> I just read that. Um, you're asking a single gal this. Uh, I'm not probably the person to ask this, but I, I'm just going to go off based on what I would prefer. You know, if I'm with someone for a long time, you know, things can get mundane. Things can just be very routine and you're just living and whatever. I say, you know, there are times when we can embrace the boring and then there are times when you just kind of got to like mix it up. So I feel like whatever you guys like to do together, you know, some common interests or common things that you like to do to the, together, I'd say do those. You know, if it's, you know, going to one of your favorite beaches, if it's um, and doing that and hanging out, run a condo for a week and just do that. Um, whatever little vacation you like to go on, whatever hobbies that you like to do together, I feel like. Those are, you know, intimacy is not just sex either. Intimacy is is so much more and beyond that. So I think kind of take it back and go and, and see what were those intimate moments and how you can, you know, create new memories based off of, of that. I don't know. I think that when people are, have been married for a long time or, you know, together for a long time, there's there's... Peaks and valleys with everything, right? But especially with relationships, excuse me, because people change, you know? And so I feel like if there's honest and open communication, if, you know, there's effort, you know, we got to think of all this shit like a bank account, folks. We need to have an equal amount of deposits and withdrawals. Emotionally, physically, financially, spiritually, mentally, if we are a unit, we are a partnership, this is what we're doing together, right? Is we're doing this as a partnership because, yeah, you can be a couple and be married and like, oh, that's my husband, that's my wife, and then you give it 10 years, baby, you are, you're in it, and you're in the thick of it, and I think that you need to really look at it more as a partnership, than anything. So I say just just make sure that you are controlling your controllables and making sure that you are able to put an even amount of deposits into that account and and take the withdrawals when you need the withdrawals. But I think that's I mean my best analogy I could put it with kind of making sure that that connection is true and deep and still alive. You know? That's all I got for you for Heather Helps this week. Oh, I have one more. Okay, I have to answer this one. I apologize. This one was basically, it kind of connects the two. This one basically is just saying um, my, my life is mundane and it's very routine and I forget that I haven't connected with people or maybe other adults. You know, I feel like this, is, this happens a lot with um, people with big families, and um, I know you personally, and I know you have a big family, and I think you just need to literally make sure you are penciling in the times for yourself. Taking walks, 
having dinner with friends, with girlfriends, um, or just, you know, taking a bath, whatever it is, you need to be able to do things that are, are mixing things up with you, you know, and the kids and the husband and all of that. So I say you really have to put a lot of effort into making sure that you're not getting bored with life. I think it's very easily, easy, you know, and easily done to um, just keep on keeping on. And we're doing this. And then we got this at 6. And then we have dinner at 7. And then we have homework. And then we have baths. And it's constant routine, which, you know, when you have families, especially young kids and kids in general, they crave routine. They crave structure. Okay? You're giving that to them. But you need to feed yourself a little fun. And a little TLC and self-care. And self-care is beyond just getting a mani-pedi or getting your hair done. Self-care is actually caring about what makes you spark. You know what I mean? Like, what's lighting your fire? If it's sitting on the couch and reading a book for an hour, it's sitting on the couch and reading a book for an hour. That's self-care. You know? The bath is a self-care. A walk is a self is an act of self-care. Honey, self-care is a full-time job. Okay? On top of being a mother is a full-time job or a parent. That's a full-time job. On top of your full-time job. <sighs> it's exhausting. God, we wanted to be adults so bad, didn't we? Ugh, now look at us. Any hoots. That's it for Heather Helps this week. Um, keep them coming. You know, I set up, I set up an email, uh, 30pawspodcast at gmail.com, 30pawspodcast at gmail.com. Keep them coming, you know, you, and they're all anonymous. I'm not naming names or anything like that, but if I can help, I'd love to. And I appreciate, you know, you guys all putting that out there and, and giving me giving me premium content for you. So we actually, on my IG page this week too, we took it to the polls, my friends. We took it to the polls and um, I really wanted to see what was, you know, some big lessons we learned in our 30s and um, some things that really just still, you know, grind our gears or what have you. And I just want to say that it was um, the biggest lesson. The question was, what's the biggest lesson you've learned in your 30s? And it was financial independence or forgiveness, and forgiveness won 70% of the votes. And I think that's really fantastic because we do need to forgive. We need to forgive other people, other situations, things in our past that are exactly that, our past. We need to forgive ourselves. <sighs> Hello. We're always our own worst critic, you know, um, so I love hearing that. If you want to share some of your forgiveness stories, again, email me 30pawspodcast at gmail.com or, you know, slide in the DMs. Um, and I'd love to hear them. And I love that for you all so much. Forgiveness. Isn't that the song? Forgiveness, even if, even if you don't love me anymore. Yeah, I whipped that one out. You're welcome. Um, wow. Who majored in musical theater? 
Ding, 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 ding. Me. Okay. I'm just, guys, I'm, I'm too much. I'm too much for my damn self sometimes. The other poll was loud chewers versus poor texters. And loud chewers won by a landslide. Listen, nobody wants to hear you chomping your, your jaws like a damn cow in a grass field. The food's not running away from the plate. It doesn't have legs or a heartbeat. Sounding crazy. I'm telling you. Loud chewers. That really... Let's all just release the particles on that one. I will literally tell a complete stranger to stop. I have... I don't... Mm -mm, no. I'm not holding back. Because you know what I think? Life is too fucking short. To be anywhere you don't want to be. Or to feel uncomfortable. You know? Some people are like, oh my God, Heather, I can't believe you said that. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't even have an hour. An hour of my life that I, I want to voluntarily waste because, you know, I'm uncomfortable or I'm this or what have you. No. I'm going to let it know. Let it be known. We need to communicate more. I feel like we need, and we, we don't have to say it in an insulting way, you know. I don't, I, you know, people, the feelings, we all got feelings, I know, okay. Let me be the first to share my feelings, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot, and I will just kindly say, can you be more conscious of your chewing because it's loud, Aggressive and inappropriate. You know, what's so wrong about that? I don't see anything wrong with it. Now, I don't dine with strangers, so it's not really something that's bothersome. But you stick a Subway sub in my nephew's face and I gotta let him know, Slow down, buddy. You're doing the most. I hear you eating. Not okay. You know what I mean? So, loud chewers, see ya. Y'all gotta go. We are adults, okay? We're adults. Uh, we're raising young adults. Let's be more considerate at the table. God, nothing, nothing kills me more than poor manners. Ooh, really, truly. So, I want to move on. I, uh, this is, this is funny to me because I know that some people are 30 actual 30 pausers and then some people aren't and you're still listening and I hope I'm preparing you and getting you ready and you're holding on to your nipples and you're like here we go this is what 30 will be like I'm she's giving me insight okay so I posted I saw on TikTok a friend sent me and this woman's like let's normalize being with someone who's financially unstable and I just thought to myself, are you fucking kidding me? I'm not normalizing that. Why would I normalize that? You know why I moved from Tampa, sunny Tampa, Florida to Fort Wayne, Indiana? Because I wanted to put myself in a better financial situation. Honey, I was out in Tampa treading water. I was robbing Peter to pay Paul. And I was like, I don't want to live the rest of my life like this. I got to make a change. I took two large slices of humble pie. 
packed my car and I said, Trace, I'm moving in. And I'm way, not everybody can say that, first of all. So hashtag blessed and grateful, okay? But at the same time, it's like we have to level up for our damn selves, okay? So if I'm in a better financial position, this woman's trying to tell me that I need to date down. (laughs) I'm sorry. What? I'm not dating down for anybody. I'm not settling for nothing or nobody. And neither should you. Okay? So let's just put that out there. Um, It's hilarious on TikTok because this guy then responds with, ooh, something he was like, ooh, ooh. And I said, ooh, big ooh. Okay, big ooh, dating financially unstable people, big ooh, okay. Now, I'm also 34 years old, so write that down, okay. So I put it, you know, I put it on my Facebook, and it's hilarious because this guy goes, ooh, and then he plays Cardi B's up, you know, broke, mm, don't deserve no kitty. I know that's right, you know, I know that's right. I love that song. I love me some Cardi B, too. So don't be a hater. Love her. She's She is who she is. So, any hits. So I posted that, right? And I had a few responses. And I know, I have a deep feeling. Now, I don't know your lives. You know, I don't know you from Adam. Excuse me, I'm going to take a sip of my shards because, ooh, hold on to your nipples with this one. All right. Whew, she's back. All right. Again, I don't know you from Adam. Thank you for following. Thank you for supporting. With that said, this little girl, <laughs> this little girl said, well, you got to start somewhere. I dated a guy for, what was it, 10, 11 years, and we just got married last week. And I said, congratulations. And that's all I said. Because I knew I was going to address this on the podcast, and I just wanted to save it for that, you know? And also, this is my podcast, so I get to say whatever I want, and I don't want to come off as, like, mean or insulting in any way, but little girl, let me tell you something. Okay. You dated your, chances are, you dated your high school sweetheart. Since when is anybody financially stable when you date your high school sweetheart? When you're dating 18, 19, 20, 21. Very rare, okay? So, you dated your high school sweetheart for more than a decade. You married him last week. We are not the same. We're not the same. Also, again, I'm not financially unstable. I finally have a good grip on that. So why would I date down? What makes one think I would date down? I'm working on myself. I'm becoming the person who I want to be because I want a a reflection of that in a partner. Okay? I want a reflection of that. So things that I'm insecure about, I'm working on that so that I can receive that back. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not here, you know, going to Orange Theory four times a week 
because, you know, I want to look hot for a guy. No, I want to be healthy and strong for myself, right? So does that mean that I date someone who doesn't work out? I'm not a fan of people who don't take their health seriously, but at the same time, I need someone who is is healthily conscious, okay? We don't have to be the exact same. I find that a bit boring, but at the same time, I do need people to, I, I am looking for a partner who is health conscious, okay? I'm looking for a partner who also is financially stable because I'm financially stable, right? I'm looking for equality all the way around baby okay so we are not the same I'm 34 years old I've had a slew of boyfriends a slew of situationships you know a slew of toxic behavior both from myself and other people she's again had two large humble pies in my lifetime and when I need to take a slice and eat it I do okay also that was a really dumb comment to make we're adults we're full blown ass adults okay so if you didn't if you dated him for this long and you're finally marrying him chances are baby girl you got that stability so I digress, you know, call me when you realize what I'm saying, when it starts to make sense, it's touching down in your spirit and you get it, you know what I mean? It's like, I just, I really, I thought, wow, what a, what a really dumb comment to make, but again, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not going back and forth with total strangers on the internet either, you know what I mean? Um, for me, it's just, it's just an all around no. An financially unstable man? No. I'm not dating a financially unstable man. I was telling my dad last night at dinner, I was like, yeah, I was telling him about, you know, someone I know, and I was like, and her husband has her paying half the mortgage. He was like, what the hell? Her husband's having her pay half the mortgage. What the, what the hell is that? And you know what? I am a traditionalist in that sense. I am going to equally bring home the money. I'm not not going to work. I'm a worker. I'm a working bitch. Ain't got no time for dick. Y'all ever hear that song? Sorry, I just had to, again, tell me you're a musical theater major without telling me you're a musical theater major. Whew, ADD. God, it's bad today. Anyways, so I'm telling him this, and he was just like, and I'm a traditionalist. I'm a traditionalist in this sense. Um, I feel like a man should provide the the home and the and all of that, but that doesn't mean I'm not bringing a bag either. You know? It's like, you cover the mortgage, I'm going to book us a badass vacation. I got you, boo. You know, equality all around. That's a partnership. That's true partnership to me. Again, these are my opinions. Take it with a grain of salt. But to me, that's healthy. To me, that's what I strive to be. I'm striving to be who I want to find. You know, I'm not out here like, you know, it's like, guys, I have a hinge profile. But at the same time, 
I swipe X or no or whatever on 90% of the people that are that like me. It's just it is what it is. It's actually pathetic. You know, I think sometimes, you know, again, we need to we need to come back down to reality. My good friend always says, and I took it from her, and it's just rock solid. You know, you're swiping, and then you're like, whoa, who's this guy? Oh, okay. Not physically attracted to him, but let me read. And then he's got typos, and then he's got bad pictures that are pixelated, probably from 1999. And it's like, okay, it's a no. Because you know what? Whatever your name is, look at you. Now look at me. Does it make sense? Does it make sense? And really, I've said that to guys. I have. Look at me, now look at you. Make it make sense. Because this shit that I'm seeing doesn't make any fucking sense. And until, you know, I find that one, I mean, I really, Hinge is like entertainment to me now. I don't, I'm not even talking to anybody. I am so fucking single right now it's like the most single I've probably ever been in my life you know you always kind of have like a little side piece or this or that I don't even have that it's like I'm beyond single so single it's like crazy you know and I'm okay with that because one I'm not settling for Joe Schmo with his butt crack hanging out and a marble red in his mouth thinking, hey, sugar, can I buy you flapjacks? And no, you can't buy me flapjacks because you know what? I can buy my own fucking flapjacks. All right? Now look at you. Now look at me. Does it make sense? Please get it together. <sighs> wow. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't going to go back and forth. I congratulate you on your marriage. But circling back, I'm not dating down. Period.com.org.edu. Okay? Okay. Good fucking talk. So, any hoots, I think that's pretty much all I have for you guys this week. It's been, you know, kind of a roller coaster of emotions because you really see, I'm starting to see, I think in my own personal growth, like myself from the outside. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's almost like you have to take yourself outside of yourself and just be like, am I doing this because I want to? Am I doing this because it's fun? Am I doing this because it's like, I think it's going to pop off. And for now, right now, you guys, I'm having so much fun with this podcast. I know everybody and their fucking mom has a podcast. I know. I know that. You know? But at the same time, I'm having fun. I'm so flipping grateful of... uh, I got people in the UK and Ireland and Vietnam listening to me like, what? I just thought that was just so cool. So I'm just, I'm so thankful. I really am. I appreciate you all. And I just, I'm excited because I love it when people win 
You know, I love to see people win. And a good friend of mine back in uh, Tampa, Corinne and I, we were um, IG buddy friends. You know, I made her giggle. She made me giggle. Boom. Follow. You know what I mean? Like, we were solid. Well, she lived on Davis Island at that time, and I lived on Davis Island. And I was like, girl, come, like, take a walk with me. Like, let's hang, right? And so we just did, and we had good chats, and we still go back and forth. Um, you know, on the Insta, now that I'm, I'm up here in Indiana, she released a single. It's on Spotify. I want to, I want to see people win. I really do. And I, in this song, honey, Corinne is winning. And I was, I'm going to, this is our outro music. Vibe out to it. She's got a voice like a fucking angel. It's such a vibe. It's like, do I want to have a deep yoga stretch restorative session to the song? Or like, do I want to get down with some mains in the sheet with this song? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, it's a fucking vibe. It's by Corinne Olivia. You can find it on Spotify. I think all streaming platforms. This is See Me Like You. All this friction we gon' change the weather No more the side I can ruin your life Oh, you I wanna see me like you do I wanna see it in your eyes Baby, don't be shy Show me what you do I wanna feel you get excited Come on, baby, slide in Show you push and rest and while we're fucking Make your dreams a premonition, is it bad? Best you've ever had Let's go where I can see you better How this friction we gon' change the weather No one side I can ruin your life Yeah.